Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, we're back. And as Julie just reminded me, it's 12 ways to get 22 listings in 2022. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. And I would say that's a minimum. You can certainly take more with all the things that we're presenting to you this week. But we kind of hit it in the middle because 22 is really and truly, I think, I hope you agree with this, that 22 listings is even attainable for somebody who just found out they passed their test. 100%, especially this year. Especially this year. Because the fact is, is the market's changing so much and all these sort of, uh, anytime there's a lot of change or headwinds, what it creates is fear. Well, this isn't, you know, this isn't how people think of it, but what people do is they go into states of fear and those states of fear basically ultimately result in inaction and that inaction results in uh, opportunity for those of you who are smart, frankly, those of you who have the skill set. And that's what's going to happen this year for sure. And I, Julie and I were just listening to Peter Schiff's podcast and hopefully you guys listened to uh, the interview we did with Peter Schiff uh, late last year about the effect of inflation on housing. Um, if you didn't, it's on YouTube. It's obviously one of our past podcasts. It was one of our top podcasts of 2021. Um, again, definitely listen to that. Ultimately, though, what's going to happen is anytime there's change, anytime there's anything that causes people to feel even tiny bit insecure, they have a tendency to haul up and do nothing. And uh, how does that translate to real opportunity of becoming a listing agent? Because agents who would have probably been more uh, you know, optimistic and maybe even more aggressive, let's say, in the marketplace rolling into the spring won't be this year because they're going to be too busy worrying about headwinds in their lives and their, and their businesses. So guys, remember the greatest fortunes of humanity, the greatest, greatest fortunes of mankind have always been made during the greatest times of change. And even though hopefully <laughs> we're not entering into one of the greatest times of change, we are entering into a time of change, which is going to be the biggest, it already is, the biggest um, inflation, I'm not even going to call it spike, let's call it inflation trend that any of us have ever experienced in our lives. There was an interesting thing, actually, I learned this from Peter Schiff's podcast just this morning. He was talking about the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and he was talking about the fact that if the CPI was figured the same way um, using um, housing as a variable and figuring the CPI opposed to some sort of a renter's or owner's net equivalent rent or something. I, honestly, I don't even know what the hell it means. But basically, he said what happened is they've taken the, – they're not reading inflation rates the same way that they did back in the late 70s and early 80s. But he said if they were – now, remember, the inflation rate right now, even with this, let's say, massaged CPI is 7%. Peter's contention is, is if it was being read the same way as it was, it was read back in the 70s and 80s, we'd be at 15 or 16% inflation, which would make it record inflation in pretty much the history of the United States, um, maybe following the Civil War there was more. But right now, what we're dealing with is something that's historical, but this is something that you can adjust for because you're in real estate. And the nice thing about real estate, and I, I mean this kind of tongue in cheek, but it's true, is when there's inflation, when prices go up, yes, all your expenses are going to go up. Yes, all your living expenses are going to go up. Your groceries are going to go up. Your gas is going to go up. But unlike most everyone you know, 
your commissions are going to go up too. The houses that you're selling are worth today are worth uh, were worth 16% less on average or something like that. In some markets, over 20% less last year at this time. So if you listed homes, and this is primarily for those of you on the listing side, you got a nice 20% bounce in your commission rate or in your in your paycheck last year. And this year, according to Goldman Sachs, we're supposed to see another increase of 16% in home values nationwide. That's extraordinary, guys. That has never happened before. Julie and I did the math on that. The average sale price uh, last, or the average sale price now is 408, right, Julie? Yes, that's right. And if you figure in 16%, you're going to be looking at close to 500,000 for the average uh, home sale price in the United States by the end of this year. Holy tamale. When Jules and I were selling real estate our first year, now granted this was back in the early 90s when we were in our early 20s, the average sale price in the United States was 181000 uh, I think it was even less. It was I like it, 177 or something like that. I was about that. to say, I was about to correct yeah. myself. I think it was like in the 170s. Yeah, and it right. stayed there for quite some time. It was yeah. like the next year would be like 179 or yeah. something like that. And it wasn't until, I don't know, probably five or six years later that it got into the 180s. It wasn't like what you guys are experiencing right now. And, you know, you mentioned averages. If you live in Idaho Falls or Boise, okay, of all places to be a leading appreciator, right, they went up year over year 31%. Yep. Try and ask a normal boss for a 31% increase in your income. You probably will be shot down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so anyway, moral of the story, you guys are in the right time, uh, in the right place at the right time, provided you now take the right actions. Um, and we've made it easy for you. So starting today, we're opening the doors on our Premier Coaching Program again. And the Premier Coaching Program is your complete A to Z solution for how to build your real estate business, not just in this market, but every market. Not just with the average sale price of 500 grand, but the average sale price of 5 million or 50 million even. We have coaching clients in, in, uh, in all markets and all price ranges, and we've been uh, providing coaching in all market conditions. And many of you have been waiting to join the Premier Coaching Program for January. Guess what? It's January. It's time for you to join. And we've made it very easy for you. Just text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R. Text the word Premier now to 47372. Just text the word Premier to 47372. When you do, that's going to bypass anything other than going right to the ability for you to purchase the coaching program. So just, again, it's very simple, guys. This is what you've been waiting for. I know Literally hundreds, if not thousands of you have been waiting for the new year to join Premier. Now it's time. We've opened the doors again. Our, every, all of our coaches are back from vacation. Everyone's ready to go. So text the word Premier to 47372. And when you do, that's going to take you directly to the Premier Coaching page. And you can learn how you can join Premier Coaching for around $100 a month. So text the word Premier to 47372. And remember, when you join Premier Coaching, you're also going to receive a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our coaches. Everything Julie and I talk about. Our open house system, all of our scripts for proactive lead generation, our pre-listing pack, our listing presentation, every single aspect of what you need, every single uh, you know piece and part that you need to build your real estate business um, for not not just for 2022, but every year after that is is included. New construction information, how to work with luxury homes, how to work even in distressed real estate if you have some pockets of that in your marketplace, which most of you do. Just text the word Premier to 47372, and remember, message and data, ba- uh, data rates may apply. So go ahead and do that now. Text Premier to 47372, and you can join Premier Coaching. And again, remember, because you're sending an SMS, uh, message and data rates may apply. And uh, there you go. You're off to the races. All right, Julie, we're on to point number five. 
of 12 ways to take 22 listings in 2022. Yes, that's right. It is a mouthful. Uh, but, but I was thinking about some of our more experienced coaching clients, and maybe there's some brokers listening. If you're somebody who is used to taking and selling 22-ish, give or take, maybe you regularly do 30, look at this list of 12 and say, what on this list am I not doing? Or have I just dabbled in and I haven't really systematized or taken seriously? Because each of these are lead generators. And if you already are at that level, kudos to you. That's fantastic. Let's not just keep you there, but move you to the next level. And perhaps make the entire process a lot more smooth for you instead of, you know, hoping that the market keeps on feeding you what's already worked in the past. So if you missed the first several uh, points, get caught up on this week's podcast. It's all this week is all about taking those listings. So point number four, I'm sorry, point number five is open houses. Yes, I know. Some of you guys are like, oh, open houses don't work. Or I tried it once and, you know, I didn't get anything. Well, we did a podcast not too long ago, Tim, that was called How to Not Just Sit an Open House. I hate how agents say that. It's how to monetize an open house. So we want to be very clear, guys. We never are able to completely give you all the information about our coaching program on this podcast. Do not confuse this podcast with the Premier Coaching Program. That's right. They're completely different. This podcast is at best a a 30,000-mile overview of what you get as far as the coaching program. For example, we're talking about open house. Uh, We have a complete open house system that's part of Premier Coaching that's going to take you through every single nut and bolt of how to uh, run a successful open house. And we've had people, I know this sounds insane. Well, most of you will know it's not insane. We've had people follow the system and they've had hundreds of people to their open houses. Now, why do you want open houses? Yes, you're going to get a lot of lucky lose, but here's the two buckets of people, prospects that you're going to want to look for. Neighbors, Frankly, looking in that house to see if there's any of the things that they had stolen from their yard. No, that's a joke. But neighbors thinking about selling their own homes, and you're also going to be dealing with the best buyers. So this is some statistical information that will, I think, empower most of you. The best buyers in the marketplace are going to be the ones that are driving the neighborhoods. The worst buyers are going to be the ones looking online. Looking online is essentially when they're just sort of just, you know, just, they're just, they're window shopping basically. But when they're actually in a neighborhood going to open houses, they are in the store looking for their size. There's an analogy for you. Well, because they've narrowed down where they want to live. A lot of times these same buyers are already pre-qualified. They're simply waiting for the next house in that neighborhood to pop up. And they will tell you that. And the nice thing about open houses is if you don't have to have a massive skill set, to score clients in an open house because of the fact that they're going to like you. They're going to meet you. They're going to realize you have market knowledge. But again, this is all drilled down part of our um, premier coaching program where we talk to you guys how to do open houses. All right. So let's move on. What is the next topic? Um, Number six. All right. So I love this one too, because it's a simple business conversation. It's one of the easier scripts. We do a lot of drill down on that as well. We found found a house for sale for us by you doing this. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> like in the last three years. Yeah, that's right. It's called For Rent by Owners. For Rent by Owners. These are investors who own single family or small multifamily units. These are an amazing source of new listings for you. This is one of the easiest scripts to learn and polish because it's a simple business conversation. If the home is vacant and for rent, might the owner rather sell it versus continuing to keep it as a rental? Perhaps. Offer to do a free comparative market analysis so they can make an educated decision and see what that does to their plans. Again, potentially one contact and multiple transactions. Remember, these are investors. Oftentimes, they own multiple homes. 
Maybe they want to reinvest in different properties with you. Maybe they want to cash out their entire portfolio while prices are high. That's even more listings for you. You won't know if you don't ask. So you'll also love the source because the phone numbers are easy to get. Well, don't assume that the owner of rental properties, don't assume they have any clue whatsoever what it's worth. That's very big point, especially don't, now. Don't make that mistake of assuming that these people are you know, real estate hawks like you are or like you're becoming. The reality of it is, is most of them don't. Some of them have inherited the property. They bought it on a whim a long time ago. They're stuck with it because maybe, who knows, who it's cares? It's like a set it and forget it deal they haven't thought about in a while. Totally. So don't be shocked when you run across 50% or more of these uh, for rent by owners who are willing to sell if they had an easy way out. And that is going to be very, very common. Now I'll give you another one. I don't know if you have this on your list. Let me peek before I give it. Nope. Okay. VRBOs and the yes. like of, of uh, you know, all of that, guys. A Those, cousin type of for rent by owner. Right. Yeah. You're going to find a lot of people who have um, purchased a lot of these rental properties and or a lot of properties is to use as short-term rentals and they're going to want to unload them. And they're going to want to unload them because maybe they've determined it's too much of a hassle, but most of them got into it to make money. And now that they've realized the house is appreciated, though it's really inflated, by basically tw maybe 20% in the last year, they're going to want to take their chips off the table. Maybe they're going to want to cash out, pay the taxes, or maybe they're going to want to reinvest. But call the the uh, you know the short-term rental people too, the VRBOs, the HomeAways, all these other folks. You would be shocked how many of those people, again, have no clue what their property is worth and would love to sell it. And um, to those of you who've been in the market for a long time, you'll know what I'm about to say is really true. A lot of people are what Julie and I coined as involuntary landlords. Mm -hmm. They had properties they purchased back in the boom and they owed too much on them and opposed to essentially letting the house go into default through short sale or just through foreclosure, they decided to keep the house, they made it into a rental. All the while they were losing money on it every month because they were subsidizing, the mortgage payment was higher than the rent. And it's even worse now because remember, property values have gone up, which means property taxes go up right along with them raising their overhead and also continuing to erode whatever they're making on that property. Now, you will see a recurring theme with all these points. It does require you doing real work. It does require you doing what we call being passive. I'm sorry, listen to me, being proactive. It does require you actually doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and not being passive. It does require you having skills, but it doesn't require you waiting around for the business because you can go get it. It doesn't require you pay, spending money to try to buy leads because you can go get it. It doesn't require you to be beholden to essentially the tyranny of uh, building your mansion on land you don't own, which is the unfortunate fate that most of you are creating for yourselves because you've never learned how to be proactive lead generators. Every single thing that we teach you in our coaching program is based on your skill set and your being disciplined to follow through on the skill set because that ultimately is how you're going to produce the most profit and have a business that's a real business, not just you basically working for Zillow or whoever your other referral source is. You know, I remember when EXP um, started company with uh, Dave Ramsey and these agents were all like moaning and groaning. And then I got into the weeds as far as what Dave Ramsey was charging them. Holy crap. I know it's gotten really, it very was insane, costly. like 35%. I was looking at these and a monthly fee and a sign up fee. Yeah, it was really expensive. And I was looking at this. I was thinking to myself, how bad has it gotten in the marketplace that agents are so willing to essentially work for free or work for what amounts to probably about fifteen or twenty dollars an hour to get a house sold? It's only because they don't have the skill set to go get the business themselves. I know. And by the way, it gets worse because just because you bought that lead doesn't mean you're going to list it. No, of right? course not. Because it's also somebody else's lead who also paid for that lead and you have to compete. And you're not going to most likely because you don't have the skill set to go 
go get the business yourself, you probably don't have the skill set to defend your commission, which means in order for you to get that ridiculous referral from Dave Ramsey, you're going to have to pay, you're going to have to take a reduced commission, pay a referral fee, and you watch, you're working for 10 or 20%. Basically. And this is how it works, guys. This is what happens when you buy business. Stop buying business. Point number seven. seven. All right. And this is another one I love. Small and medium-sized builders who are building homes on what we call spec. SPEC stands for speculating that that house they're building or rehabbing is going to sell. There are many iterations of this, all of which we teach in Premier Coaching, but one of the things that's working really well for our clients lately is identifying buildable lots and taking them to to a small builder. You sell the lot to them, they build the spec home, you would list the spec home, sometimes you bring the buyer as well. But again, there's lots of different iterations on this small and medium-sized builders. I mean, small builders, there's people that do two or three houses a year. We don't need to give too many stories on this, but the reality of it is, is when Julie and I sold real estate, now granted it was many moons ago, but we made many, many small fortunes off working with many, many small builders. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and did. it's something where you can have multiple relationships and say you know three of them and each of them does like four houses a year. I. I'm a big fan of having, you know, one relationship, multiple opportunities that keep on feeding you year after year. Well, I mean, we listed, you know, single expired hunting guys. That was always the top of our funnel. But we go and call an expired. We pick up a builder's expired. And builders almost always have three or four other houses that they want to also sell that are in some stage. of. That's how they make their living, right? And uh, they don't, builders don't stop building. They know nothing. They can't do anything else. So they're always building. At some, it's very rare that you find a builder that has one. Now, a flipper, you're going to find flippers that do onesies and twosies. But true builders are almost doing three and four at the same time because the economies of scale of digging, you know, if you're in where we sold in Columbus, Ohio, you're dealing with builders that are, you know, there's foundations, there's basements. And so it's cheaper for them to contract with someone to dig five basements at once than it is to dig one. It's cheaper for them to fire, uh, hire a framer to build, frame five houses opposed to just one. And so that's how they always do it. Yeah, and, and that's why you see little tiny subdivisions, a small cul-de-sac, you know, a little street that's cut. Even infill. All the, infill as well. Yeah, our, our right. friend Vinod down in Houston, he's made he's become one of the most successful, wealthiest real estate, residential real estate people in the world. I, I bet you he might even be the most, if you know, I'm talking right. about. Yeah, he's I mean, doing uh, kind of he urban does infill. infill with uh, opportunity zones and things like he that. He does, and he does. Um, he does a lot of multifamilies, mm-hmm. but he started out doing single families. Yeah, but those are where the real opportunities are, guys. That's where you can have three or four or five or six. Re- now, be careful. Don't just have one builder relationship because you're right true. back where you started, and you're vulnerable to that builder having a bad day, or his wife or her husband getting a real estate license. The next thing you know, you lose all the listings, or they retire. You know, things can happen. So, point number eight, you mentioned for a second. Flippers. Okay, sure, they might sell the home on their own, refer to previous for sale by owner point, but flippers often will list with you so you can bring a buyer to them before they're actually finished with the flip. This helps them because they can flip more homes in less time, a bird in hand, so to speak. So meanwhile, while you have it listed and they're finishing it, the house generates more and more buyer and seller business for you and potentially more clients for them. So that's a win-win for everyone. I'll give you a real quick example from one of our coaching clients in Canada. He has a past client who likes flipping, you know, not a a bunch, three or four in the past, I don't know, four or five years. He's not a big flipper guy. Bought a house over Christmas, was planning on flipping it, kind of lost his mojo to do that. Our coaching client then bought it from him, let him make a little bit of profit on it, and now he's going to rehab it. So there's, there's lots of different ways that you can work this. 
sometimes flippers will give you some leads because they knew about properties. They looked at it. They decided not to buy it, but they know the seller wants to sell it. Well, one of, so this is this uh, point number eight has many facets, and Julie's going to talk about one of them, point number 11. But I'm going to go back to a previous point, wherever the heck that point is, when we were talking about the importance of having a guaranteed home sale or having mm-hmm. a, you know, essentially having the same USP, say, for example, Open Door has, where if the house doesn't sell, people can uh, then wholesale it, basically. That is another thing that if you're not, if you in 2022 and from here forward do not have in your listing agent toolbox the ability to buy a house uh, on behalf of the seller who doesn't want to wait to retail it, uh, you're going to lose listings. You're going to start having your ass handed to you on a regular basis on listing appointments, even your centers of influence and past clients. Because some people are going to have urgency. Maybe they took a new job or maybe whatever happened and they don't have time, sure. even if it means that they're going to lose you know, 10 or 15%. One of the things that's the most challenging issue for agents to understand is very rarely do consumers put finances first when it comes to selling real estate. Almost every single uh human out there is going to put convenience first mm-hmm. before they are going to put every, you know grabbing every last nickel off off the table. So if you do not have an iBuyer program in your back pocket, I strongly encourage you Frankly, just being real direct with you guys, that shouldn't be a surprise at this point for long-time <laughs> listeners. Warning. <laughs> right. Just join eXp Realty because eXp Realty, when you become certified as a- Express offer agent. You can then um, have the ability to walk into any seller's house and give them two options. We can go the retail route. This is what the net will look like. This is the time frame. We can go the wholesale route. And inside 48 hours, I can have a written verified offer on your property. That is incredible power that if you do not offer t- that today, you are at a disadvantage full stop there are no exceptions that's just the way that's the way the uh, life works now i'm gonna give you guys a little history lesson here when julie and i sold real estate not our first year but our second third and every year after that we start offering a guaranteed home, uh, home sale program at the top of all of our signs it said um, uh, guaranteed home sale or ask about ask our guaranteed about. home sale program is what it said we took listings just because people were curious about what the guaranteed home sale program and was. And on our home brochures that were on the sign, it was everywhere. But they wouldn't, we wouldn't be, they would want, they were curious, it was a, a curiosity thing, right? So what is this? I'm going to have Tim and Julie come out. And yes, I was going to think about listing with Betty who sold me the house or, you know, whoever. But I'm going to have these guys out. I, I've seen their signs, sold signs, guaranteed home sale, interested in that. They'd have us out. The guarantee didn't work for them. They didn't, because the numbers, right? They wanted retail post to wholesale. But it made our phone ring and it gave us the opportunity. And we get listings that way. And that's one of the things, that's the reason you guys have to seriously, I mean, honestly, become an EXP Realty agent. And yes, of course, Julie and I are associated with EXP Realty. And of course, you should be too. And yes, we are formally applying for the job of being your sponsor at EXP Realty. So most of you should be ready. There's tens of thousands of you that listen to this every single day to join EXP Realty. And I'm inviting you to text me directly at 512-758-0206. Go ahead and do it now. 512-758-0206. And if you're ready to join EXP, if you've not chosen a sponsor and you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be proactive in your success, text me directly and Julie and I would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your sponsors at EXP Realty. For the rest of you who are just EXP curious and you're on the path to becoming an EXP agent, just go ahead and text the letters EXP to 47372. Just text EXP to 47372 and then you'll be taken to a website which will explain to you why literally tens of thousands of agents are joining EXP Realty every day and why it's, I'm not sure if it's the fastest growing in the history of real estate, but certainly the fastest growing real estate brokerage in the world um, now. And so in that, in that vein, 
If you're ready to join, text me directly, 512-758-0206. If you're EXP curious, just text EXP to 47372. And remember, message and data rates may apply. That's it. And you mentioned express offers. I just wanted to really super clarify. That's not using your money, guys. That's allowing you to bring express offers that I offer that you've been competing with as a tool through EXP. Correct. So I get that question a lot. All right. So on to point number nine, we're talking about lead generation to take 22 listings in 2022 probate. Not many agents prospect probate leads because they don't understand it. Probate is simply the process of selling a home after someone passes away. The court appoints an executor of the estate who can then sell the property. If keeping the home in the family is not an option and the executors wish executor or executors wish to cash it out, well, that's a listing for you. Sometimes they'll reinvest the proceeds in real estate. Sometimes it's just the listing that you'll sell. Either way, they need somebody caring and competent to get the job done. And the, the cool thing when there are multiple executors, Tim, is when they're splitting up the proceeds, what are those people going to do with the money? Some of them are going to reinvest. Some of them aren't. Some of them want to buy a rental. Some of them want to buy a first-time house for their kid, whatever the case may be. And remember, you're, when you're in Premier Coaching, we're going to tell you guys how to find who the executors are. We're going to tell you. We give What's you the scripts. We tell you what to say. It's all included in Premier Coaching. And the nice thing about uh, probate is for those of you who are a little bit more analytical in your approach to sales, probate is perfect because generally speaking, um, depending on who you're dealing with as an executor, it can be a very non-emotional sale. For example, if it's just an attorney in California, it's usually the case, who's appointed, then you're going to be dealing with somebody who is just looking for somebody who can get the house sold for the sake of getting the job done. Um, and so probate for some agents has become one of their top, I mean, three to five spokes for sure. That's it. So point number 10, your professional center of influence. Previous podcasts, we mentioned your normal center of influence. That's your past client center of influence database. But now we're talking about your professional center of influence. When was the last time your favorite lender sent you leads? When have you asked? Who do they know who is getting pre-qualified right now to buy and also has a home to sell? Stagers are also part of your professional center of influence, or they should be. I have one coaching client in particular that has really networked heavily with stagers because some of the best sellers call stagers before they call listing agents to get the house ready. Refer business to stagers, ask for leads in exchange. But I just mentioned lenders and stagers. That You also have mortgage and title and your termite guy. And I used to get great intel from the sprinkler guy because he knew who was, you know, which houses were vacant, who was, you know, having a second totally. home, whatever. Here in Puerto Rico where we live, we found out things oh, from, the, from the security guys, yeah, from <laughs> yeah. St. James. But here's the thought for you guys. Right. Let, you have a lender. And, and uh, j this is just a little bit of advanced information here. Then we have two other points. Um, when you have a, uh, you should have a lender that works with your first time buyers, your VA buyers, things like that. You should have a, a buyer that works for the people lender. in the middle and you should have a luxury lender then, okay? And then each of those lenders, the understanding is, and you'll be able to actually have this confidence as you do more transactions, as you become more of a listing agent, you then have the understanding that they're going to send you business. They're going to send you referrals because they're going to get referrals from their own centers of influence and past clients. And those people might not have uh, agents. Or if they've been in the business for a while, they're going to get their previous loan customers calling to re-qualify re for a house because of the fact that they want to move up or move down or whatever, or buy a rental or a vacation property. Those are more opportunities for you guys. But one of the things you can do in the interim is you can do some kind of Zoom interview once a month 
or you can do a podcast. You can do some sort of content creation with each of these interview with each of these uh, classifications of lenders, and then you can disseminate that information obviously to your lists, but also have them do it the same to theirs. Make them the rock star. They can interview you maybe for their people, and you can interview them. You guys get it? So have a high level conversation about lending and about real estate real estate trends. If you don't know what to say or how to say it, just listen to our past podcasts, and that will uh, educate you quick. And obviously, becoming a coaching client will even get you there faster. So there's lots of ways to tap your centers of influence and past clients, especially when it comes to your professional one. Next point is number 11, and we're going to get to point 12, and we're going to wrap it up for today. All right. So point number 11, investors. We've talked about them in different iterations through our podcast here, but actual investor clubs. Join your investor clubs yourself through something like meetup.com. That'll tell you where most of those are or private Facebook groups in your town. I know, for example, in Austin, there's a very robust investor Facebook group that you have to be invited to. But once you are, you've got to follow the rules. Like you have to post your opportunities there before you would list it in the MLS. There's and there's all kinds of and things. there's a lot of people that play wholesaler. Yeah. Julie and I do not teach investor stuff. So don't ask us about it. We get asked about it all the time. It's just not something we're comfortable with. We want to work with licensed professionals. But there's a lot of people that are on these uh, Facebook pages and these investor groups. And here's an idea. So um, there are investors who make their living buying houses at wholesale and they maybe buy them from wholesalers or they market themselves and buy them directly from the actual uh, sellers. They also will be soliciting probate opportunities. They're also going to solicit for sale by owners and expires. You're going to discover as you get into the weeds that investors, depending on your market, are going to be competitors to you. But remember, an investor is going to come in at 15 to 20% lower than retail. So you still have a window there. And if that seller is finding an investor opportunity attractive, you then can lean into the fact that you are an instant, instant offers uh, agent with EXP. And then you basically can match whatever they're matching and the investor won't have any advantage over you. But befriend these investors. And the way you befriend these investors is by asking their permission to bring them opportunities when you find something that is a, an appropriate sale for an investor. Maybe it's all, you know, again, we, this is anytime you've been in the business for more than a blank, you're going to discover there are lots of properties out there that are going to be great opportunities, frankly, for you to buy, or maybe they need too much work. It'd be a good flip to an investor. But the investors then are going to go out, they're going to make an offer on a, a particular house. If the offer's too low, the seller's going to say no. What happens to that listing? Are you listening, listeners? What happens to that? Just, I'll tell you what happens. The investor just walks away from it and says, next. They don't care anymore. What, what if the investor, and most investors do not have real estate licenses. So what happens if that investor were then, you had an agreement with them, that they were going to start flipping that listing to you, that listing opportunity to you. You guys see how you can build your centers of influence and past client list, your professional center of influence and past client list or investors. Lots of coaching clients over the years have built very robust uh, lead generation spokes from investors. Point number 12. Oh, that's right. Okay, point number 12, door knocking. I know it's on the list. It is not at the top of the list because it generally takes more contacts to take a listing, but it is still effective when you're consistent. Door knocking can help you become more comfortable speaking with people about real estate. And many times you'll be at the right place at the right time and indeed take listings from being there. But again, it takes lots of contacts and consistency. Before you go door knocking, choose your neighborhood wisely. Does it actually turn over very much? What's the average sale price? What's currently active, pending, and recently sold? What's being built around the neighborhood? Is there new construction nearby? Become the go-to neighborhood specialist and use good scripts at the door. Start with your own neighborhood since you already know it well. Now, door knocking is particularly effective, Tim, uh, with coaching clients that are maybe a little bit 
you know, getting used to talking to people. Of course, they call it circle prospecting I nowadays know. if they're calling. But to Julie's point, again, this is part of the Premier Coaching Program. One of the most powerful things you can do, and this is assuming you have what I'm about to describe, and it's true, is a list of buyers that you have that are looking in that particular marketplace. Now, those don't have to be buyers working specifically with you. They can be buyers working with other agents, right? Sure. So if you're then walking up to sellers' houses and you're saying, listen, I have some folks that are looking to purchase in your house, in your neighborhood, and you obviously have one of the prettiest houses in the neighborhood, who's not going to want to hear that? Mm -hmm. um, and now if they're condos, good luck with that line, but you guys get the point. And then the, and we have somebody that's interested in moving in or we have several folks that are interested in moving in. And it, have you considered selling if all the numbers made sense or if, if basically all, you know, whatever, right? Or who and they, do you know in the neighborhood? These, these are all of our scripts that's yeah. on the website you get as part of Premier Coaching. If they say no, then you just say, well, I'd appreciate if you keep me in, in mind if you come that's across right. anybody who's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in your neighborhood. And then give them a flyer. Give them a flyer with the buyer's information, not their phone number, the buyers that you are looking for on behalf of, Right. You know, buyer number one, relocating from, you know, Portsmouth, Ohio, looking for something with, you know, uh, one acre and whatever, right? Just general descriptions, but no names or any sort of identifying information. And then give that to them and just, again, encourage them to call you. You will absolutely generate listing leads that way. Mm -hmm. Your focus is not buyers. Your focus is listings. You take one listing, you're going to have to beat the buyers off with the stick. And no, I do not mean that literally. That's a bad joke. <laughs> But you're, for those of you who are very sensitive, right? But you're going to have, if you take one listing in this marketplace and you do, frankly, what we prescribe to you to do as far as the coaching program, easily 20, 30, 50 buyer leads. If you want any of them, frankly, what we'd like you to do is migrate towards the point where you're able to pre-qualify all of them for at a high level, pull out the listing leads, and then refer those buyer leads out to other agents. And you you become the lead, uh, you know, the lead seller and you start referring off buyer leads that are just straight buyer leads. For 25 to 35%, you then start collecting 25 to 30% on your buyer uh, referrals, which, by the way, is a higher net than you will ever make forming a buyer's agent team. We can, we've talked about this on past podcasts. Yep. This is what we call a smart team, an element of a smart team. Again, this is part of Premier Coaching. But, guys, those are just the top 12. In our Premier Coaching program, we teach you over 20, right? That's right. Well, and not just that, but the real effectiveness of this. So, for example, just this point, door knocking, there's so many different aspects of that, right? So when you have multiple offers on one of your listings, only one person can buy it. So that's a good reason to go to the neighborhood. That's called the good news, bad news script that we teach in Premier Coaching, where the good news is we just sold your, your neighbor's house. The bad news is there's four more people who want to live in this neighborhood. So there, there's lots of detail. What we're doing is the, the 30,000 foot overview to expose you to what you can be doing. What we do in coaching is much, much more specific. So now's the time. This is just basic training, guys, but this is a good place to start, right? It makes you aware of the opportunities that you have in front of us, in front of you. And it's also supposed to touch a little bit on and make you feel excited, but also a little bit, um, I was going to say ignorant, and that's not the right word. It, opportunistic because if you realize all the different ways that you can create business for yourself if you realize how much you should learn and you can learn those of you who are going to make it past the usual drop-off points for agents which is 24 months and 60 months those of you who are going to make money long-term helping people and uh, frankly become rich where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money as a real estate professional when you come across ideas that are you know intuitively instantly obviously are going to put you directly in front of sellers if that it doesn't excite you, you're probably not long for this business. That's the unfortunate truth. 
All of the things that we teach you in Premier Coaching, at least the first 20 sources, are always going to be predicated on skills. Why? Because they can't take your skills away. That's why. You own your skills when you have your skills. When you know how to solicit an expired or for sale by owner, when you know how to actually win in a competitive listing presentation, when you know every single day you can set a pre-qualified a pre listing appointment, you have something that just because Amazon or I'm sorry, Google or Facebook decides to change your algo, it won't affect you. Or because you know Dave Ramsey decides not to sell you buyer leads anymore, it won't affect you. You are on your way to being free, being independent. That's what you want. That's the really, if you get down to it, that's the reason you got into real estate in the first place. Yes, you like houses. Yes, you like working with people. Yes, you like whatever you like. But the reality of it is, is what your heart, what your soul really wants is to feel free. You want libertas. That's Latin for freedom. So I want you to really seriously think about what happens on the other side of you finally mastering the art and the science of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's called freedom. Anything else you'd like to say to these guys, Julie? Get to work, guys. Don't wait. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.